thank you for tuning in to the Fires of Revival podcast. It is my prayer that you are helped by the weekly ministry conversations and expositional teachings through Key Bible Passages. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast. And now for the episode. Hope you guys are doing well today. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, I hope that you've last, enjoyed the last two weeks having a break from the series, doing our interviews. One with Brother Craig Burcham, the chairman of the Bible department there at Golden State Baptist College in Santa Clara, California. The other being my good friend that I graduated Bible College with, John Helmick, and the ministry that God has given him there. And both those interviews, if you've not listened to them, I would definitely encourage you, challenge you to go listen to them. Both very helpful, very unique in their own way. Uh, Brother Helmick's being uh, specifically to those who were in college. So if you're listening and you were a college student, I think it's a great episode. We talk about our time at college, some lessons that God taught us, things that we wish we would have known when we were freshmen. So especially if you're a freshman listening, uh, go back, pause this episode, go to last week's, finish it, and then come back to this one. I would love for you to do that. And if you maybe if you're listening and you're not in college and you know someone who is, share that episode with them. Give it to them. That is the quickest way to share this podcast, or the quickest way to grow this podcast, rather, is to share it. You know, I can do my advertisement on Instagram and social media, but and that can only go so far. But the best way is word of mouth. You sending a link to somebody saying, hey, check this out, or just inviting your friends, people that you know, to listen to the episodes. And that is the quickest and best way to grow this is you guys letting your friends know what you enjoy. And hopefully you enjoy this. If not, I don't think you'd be listening to it. Um, and then the week before that, Brother Craig Burcham, as I mentioned, he serves at Golden State Baptist College. And that one, since he teaches Bible for a living, we talked about the Bible. We talked about how to get something from the Word of God. I don't know when I was a young person and I was you know, 15, 16, 17 years old, I was reading the Bible for myself. And a lot of times I struggled because I felt like I was getting nothing from it. I wasn't understanding what I was reading. And maybe that's you listening. You're thinking that, well, if that's the case or you know someone who feels that way or maybe you don't, this is the episode for you. We talk about Bible study. Um, how to get something from the Bible yourself, um, what those things do, what, what are the benefits of studying the Bible and reading it daily, how does God help us when we do that, and how can we live for God on a dark day, especially in regards to His Word. So two very helpful interviews that I would challenge you and urge you to check out if you have not just yet. And if this is the first time you're listening, uh, thank you for coming on. I'm welcoming you to this. Uh, we've been in a series since January, into December, beginning of January, uh, going through Dr. Oswald J. Smith's book, The Challenge of Missions. And you may think, well, I'm not qualified to teach this, and Colton, you might not be, and, and I don't, might not feel like I am because I'm not a missionary, but all of us are in the sense that we are called to give out the gospel to those we come in contact with. So my challenge to you is this. Ask God to make you a missionary where you are at. doesn't mean he's going to send you overseas and you know, send you to some country like a North Korea or China or you know those countries that we think of that are closed, quote-unquote, that have you know great restrictions. No, God calls it to be a missionary, to be evangelist, soul winners, exactly where we are at. Well, enough of that. Today's topic is a unique one. We only have two messages left, so this episode and one more next week being the last week. And I will say after next week's episode, I plan on taking a week off, so the following week there will be no episode and then we're going to jump into either another interview, depending on if I can get one to work out or not, or we'll go into a new series. And those listening, maybe you're wondering what that new series is. You'll have, just have to find out. Um, but today's topic is missions through evangelism. Now, hearing that title, you might think, well, missions is evangelism, right? Evangelism is missions. And, and you're right. Those are tr- true statements. And we're going to see how they're one and the same and how they flow one out of the other. You can't have missions without evangelism, and you can't have evangelism without missions. So... Evangelism is missions. That's my opening statement to you guys. And then the flip side, missions is evangelism. It's the same thing, vice versa. They're one and the same. 
And as I mentioned, all of us listening today are missionaries. You know, God has put you where you are in the town that you live in to reach those in that town. God has put me in Fort Pierce, Florida, in St. Lucie County to be a witness and an influence and an example and a missionary in that community. Maybe God's put you in Knoxville, Tennessee, and that's your calling is to be there right now and to be a missionary while you're there. Maybe God's put you in, you know, Alaska or Canada or South America or whatever country, city, state, town you can think of that God has you at. God has you there for a reason. One of those reasons being your job, God has put on your heart to reach those around you. So we're to go with the good news of Christ. I've, I've quoted this verse a million times. Mark 16, 15, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Well, how can we go into all the world if we're not going to those in front of us, those next door, those in our community? God calls us to reach the world, and the world begins with those around us. If you're going to reach the world, you've got to reach those you come in contact with. You can't say, well, I'm not going to be a missionary. I'm not going to reach those around me because God has called me to Africa. No, it's foolish. God may call you to that, but while you're waiting for that or on your way, you are to still be a witness where you are currently at. If you're in America and you know you're going to Africa or Australia to be a missionary, then reach those in America where you're at before God sends you off to those places. God requires us to be missionaries to those around us. You know, I don't have to sit here and tell you how wicked our world is and describe it. We know it's wicked. We know our world is terrible. You can watch the news for any length of time. You go on social media. Uh, you look at what's trending, and you see how vile our society and our culture is. And people, politicians try to fix it by passing laws and legislation. Those are good things, and I'm for laws and legislations that help you know, promote morality. But ultimately, what's going to fix our world is the gospel. Uh, the Bible that I hold in my hand is what's going to change this world. The Bible that you have in sharing God's word is what's going to make a difference. The Bible says that, you know, without faith it is impossible to please God. Where does faith coming from? Uh, Romans chapter 10. Uh, faith comes from hearing the word of God. If people want to put their faith in Christ. It comes from hearing the word of God, being told how to be saved, uh, being told that they are lost, how to be saved, and then trusting in Christ. But it all goes back to God's word, not my word or your words, or our opinions, but God's holy word. God's word is what makes the difference. And our world is wicked, we know that, but here's the way to fix it. As I said, give the gospel. Uh, currently, I've been reading the book of Acts and my devotions here these last uh, week or so. And one of the things I think is unique about Paul is he goes right to the city centers. Whenever he goes to a new town, a new country, he goes right to the big populace, right to the, you know, the square of town, the center of town, right to the synagogues. And he just kind of plops right down there and begins preaching the gospel. He doesn't, you know, wait and go to small, you know, less populated areas. I'm not saying those don't need to be reached because they do. But he went to where were the most people that have, you know, that, that can hear me the best. That I'm going to go where the most people are and I'm going to give the gospel out right there. And he went right in the center of the city and he began to preach the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ. And he, proclaiming Jesus will fix a lot of our issues in our world today. Again, as I said, people want to fix things with laws and morality, and those are good things. But ultimately, what's going to fix our world is people getting changed and changed with the gospel. You know, the reason uh, our lost world thinks the way they are is because they're lost. They don't have the mind of Christ in them. So how do we expect them to act like a Christian when they're lost? It doesn't make sense. But when we give the gospel and someone trusts Christ as Savior and the Lord saves them, they're going to start to think like a Christian and act like a Christian. And as they grow as a Christian, they're go they begin going to vote like a Christian would vote, promote the things Christians would promote, and that is how you change the world. Missions through evangelism, evangelism through missions, and those two things go hand in hand. In Luke chapter 9, verse 62, uh, just paraphrasing the, the verse open there before me, you can go to that in your Bible and see it yourself, where Christ is teaching his disciples and those people come to him, and Christ kind of just turns them away. He, he tests their faith and realizes it's fake, 
And he tells that, you know, that no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, he's not saying, you know, you're going to lose your salvation and be lost. But what he means by fit for the kingdom of God is you're not going to be fit for the calling that God has for you, the calling of the kingdom of God. And God's calling for us is to give others to the kingdom and point others to Christ. And you can't be pointing others to Christ when you're looking back at our old things and looking back at the old lifestyle and looking back at our sinful nature. It requires us putting our hands to the plow, nose to the plow, and just evangelizing, just giving the gospel where we can, pointing others to Christ, giving out tracts, praying for open doors, and then making an effort to go through those open doors and asking God, hey, God, give me an opportunity while I'm here at the gas station. God, give me an opportunity while I'm, you know, here at the bank or while I'm here at the grocery store or while I'm here at school or, you know, while I'm out knocking on doors. Please give me opportunities. And then when they arise, go through the doors. When God gives you a crack and an opening, go through that door and watch as God works on your behalf if you go through it. Give out tracts. Pray for the lost. And if we do those things, God is going to help us keep the, the evangelism and missions and help us keep the missions that belongs in the evangelism that God has called us to do. So, simple challenge today is this. In life, keep the main thing the main thing. You know, it's easy to get sidetracked and promote different things that are secondary issues and third-rate issues, but the main thing is getting out the good news of Jesus Christ. And if you're doing that today, listener, I applaud you. I'm here for you. Uh, I appreciate that. Those who aren't, you might think, well, I'm listening and I couldn't tell you the last time I gave out a track, last time I prayed for an open door, last time I prayed for the lost, or I witnessed to someone and asked them, you know, if they're going to heaven or hell, and then tried sharing the gospel with them. I don't know. Maybe you haven't done those things. Maybe it's been a long time. Well, you know what? That's okay. Ask God to give you doors. Ask God and seriously ask God, Lord, I want to witness for you. I haven't in a while. Please open some doors for me, please, and help me to have the boldness to go through those doors. And as you do, God is going to help you in life. In Romans 1, 16, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. You know, the power of God unto salvation is not in my words or yours, but as he says, it's the gospel, God's word, the good news of Jesus Christ. That is what saves. The John 3, 16, the other verses that point to Christ, that is what gives us the salvation. That is what the message is that we are to proclaim to those around us, those that we come in contact with. So, Keep the main thing the main thing today, listener. Keep the missions and the evangelism, the evangelism and the missions. And as we give out the gospel, watch as God gives you doors, opens doors for you, and watch as he helps you make a difference in this world for the cause of Christ. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day. I pray that you use this episode, Father, to really make a difference, to light a fire for missions in our heart, help us to give out the gospel, and to proclaim your message. And we ask all these things in your son's name. Amen.